Your day has just begun. Yeah! But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Yeah! Hashtag Utah. Right, it's been a, a rough series for us, but uh, as I said about it was Washington State. I mean, this is a different, different year, different matchups. Every every year is its own complete entity, separate entity, and I don't think anything in the past will play into this game. It's just we haven't fared very well. There you go. That's Kyle Whittingham talking about the big game tomorrow against the Arizona State Arizona State Sun Devils. I like what he's saying there as far as its own entity because you referenced the Washington State game a couple weeks back and they had lost, what, four in a row to Washington State and that did not matter whatsoever. That, no question, was Utah's best game of the season as they pretty much dominated or at least controlled and then in the second half dominated the Cougars and now the Sun Devils, whom they've lost six out of eight since joining the conference, come into town. Rice Eccles, 4 p.m., Pac-12 Network. Zach Moss is going to break the Utah's all-time rushing mark in that game. He needs 55 yards, so we'll see when he gets it. Seems like that's absolutely a formality. We've known about that for months. It'll be interesting to see what they do there. Do they have any ceremony or they just put it up on the scoreboard when he gets it? The fans will be able to track it now. You know, you used to have to get halftime stats or whatnot. Now you can follow it along as it's happening, obviously, on the phone that you have in front of you. And so he will get that record, and he'll walk out of here as the most decorated running back and get himself into the NFL. But that's a secondary deal. It is all about the competition with first place. Or at least a tie for first place anyway. I don't know that it's outright. I don't think that from the Utah perspective, if they lose the game, that they're out. I don't think they're going to lose the game. 14-point-plus favorite. But even if they did, it would be a blow. Whereas if they win, yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, I think it uh, solidifies their march towards the opportunity to win it. doesn't clinch it, obviously, either. So, Ute pregame show will begin at 2 p.m. right here on The Zone. Very much looking forward to that game with the Utah Utes versus the Arizona State Sun Devils. Hashtag BYU. He got hurt. They were up 17-7, and they put 52 points on the board. So they have plenty of quarterbacks that can play. They have a scheme that's dangerous, well-balanced. They can run the ball and throw it and throw it with a lot of different people. So they're, they're dangerous, and they're ranked for a reason, you know. And Coach Harson's done an amazing job with this program, and it's going to be a fun game. I think I think uh, we match up well with them in a lot of different aspects. And, you know, we just have to be functioning well on all three phases, and it's going to take all three phases to perform really well for us to win. Lonnie Sataki talking about the Cougars facing number 14, Boise State, at LaBelle Edwards Stadium tomorrow night at 8.15 ESPN2. So they've got unsettled QB situations. You heard Kalani talk about Bachmeyer, who did go out, but then Kalani's right, man. They had 17, finished with 52. Now it was Hawaii, right? That's who they played last week. That this young kid, Cord, who is a redshirt sophomore, been in the program, obviously. He's had some injury issues. It's his turn. Cougars, they've got all sorts of unsettled issues at quarterback. Looks like Jaron Hall, if he's going to get cleared, what we don't think he was cleared as of yesterday. A lot of times they have the cutoff as being Thursday. If you're not cleared with your health issues by Thursday, they're usually going to go with the next man up, as they say. I assume that would be Baylor Romney. He came in and played a little bit at the end of last week. Big game for BYU, 2-4. and four. 
Boise, obviously undefeated, man. Hey, we are at Murdoch Chevrolet, or Murdoch, not Chevrolet, that's up in Woods Cross. We're at Murdoch Hyundai, and it's in Murray. It's at 4646 South State on the west side of the street, and I am looking at right now two tickets to the ASU-Utah game, two tickets to the BYU-Boise State game. What you need to do is you need to come down here at 4646 South State State Street, Hundock, Hundock, I combined the two. Hundock, I like Monday. it. And you register. My man Zach Brady is right here. He'll get you registered, and then they'll do the drawing. What, we're going to do at the end of the show? Yeah, we'll do it. So three hours from now. So we've got the tickets right here. They're sitting on the table. 4646 South State in Murray, west side of the street, Murdoch Hyundai. And all you got to do is register. Get on down. Zach will be here. Take all your information. And in three hours, we're going to give away. So a pair each to BYU and a pair to Utah. It's pretty cool, huh? Murdoch Hyundai, 4646 South State Street. Stop on by. I've also got a bunch of jazz gear. You can rip the beanie off my head if you want. We've started that tradition. Our Cougar pregame show tomorrow will begin at 6 p.m. on 97.5. FM and it'll be live from JCW's in Provo. Hashtag Utah State. Utah State, my gosh. Seems like they have not played in about a month and a half. These two buys for some reason. It's just we talked to Gary Anderson earlier in the week and and he's not a big fan of the two buys. Uh, and then they played LSU, and obviously that was a very difficult game. So to their level of competition, it seems like it's been a long time. But they're back out on the field tomorrow, same time as the BYU game. ESPNU 8-15 against Nevada. Now the Aggies are 3-2, and two, but more importantly, they're 2-0 and zero in the Mountain West. And that's what it's all about, right? See what they can do in the division and then in their conference overall. Obviously, Scott Gerard has all our play-by-play, everything with the pregame show, the actual game, and the postgame. You can hear it starting at 7 p.m. on 12:80 a.m. with Scott Gerard and the Aggies. Hashtag College Football. Handoff. Kelly juking left. Has the first down. 45-40. Bye-bye. 30-20. Middle of the field to the 10 to the 5. Touchdown, UCLA. Joshua Kelly plants his flag in the end zone. And the Bruins are going to end that 11-year nightmare against Stanford. Wow, that game was on last night. What a snoozer. Stanford falling to 3-4. and four. Very, very disappointing season. But you just heard that Joshua Kelly for UC Los Angeles getting going there. Snapping an 11-game streak. Dorian Thompson, Robinson, DTR as they call them. Three touchdowns in the win. Now, Stanford down to their third team quarterback. I've been saying, saying consistently, you're going to have injuries. I was thinking about this. The teams in the conference who don't have injuries at quarterback, well, so far it's been ASU and Utah. Well, what do you got? A couple of teams there. I don't think Colorado's had it either. Montez has been playing. They're not as good. But you got uh, two teams at 5-1, and 2-1 one, and one in the conference. And then you go to the north, and you've got Oregon right there, right? And Washington, I don't think, has had quarterback injuries. And those teams, maybe Oregon State hasn't either, but they're like Colorado in terms of not being as good. 
basically you got to keep your quarterback upright and healthy to have the best chance to win. Play the second team guy. Okay, well, see what happens. Some of the teams that play in their second team guy, he's okay. Cal, not so much with Monster. SC with Slovis, yeah. Well, you get down to the third team guy, and then you're really, really rolling the dice there, man. And that's what we saw with the Stanford Cardinal against the Bruins. They just didn't have any offense whatsoever. And it was a very easy win for the Bruins at 34-16. All right, so they move uh, to within a half game of first place. I think that's a little bit of a paper tiger there. But we'll see how it plays out. Got some games tonight. How about this? Number four, Ohio State. At Northwestern. That's on the Big Ten Network if you get that. I know I got that. So I'll be checking that out. And also have Pitt and Syracuse at 5 o'clock at ESPN. The Buckeyes go at 6.30. Some huge games tomorrow. We know that we've got the Devils and the Utes. You also have, let's see, Florida, South Carolina. South Carolina coming off that big win. I think the big game here, obviously I have a form of bias, is Oregon. And Washington, you got the 12th and 25th teams. That's at 1:30. That should be on ABC, right, Yak? Correct. Yeah. So that basically precedes the Utah ASU game, and then you also have Michigan and Penn State at 5:30 at night. So a lot of college football tomorrow. Doesn't look like the weather here locally is going to be all that good. So hunker down, like it was a couple weeks back on the Saturday when the Utes played Washington State. It wasn't a good day, and I know I watched probably about 10 hours of college football that day, and that's likely going to be the same situation watching as much of that game between the Ducks and the Washington Huskies before I head up to Rice-Eccles to, catch out that, to check, check out that game, and we'll have all the reports for you. As I said with our postgame, we'll have all the postgame sound and everything that you need right here on the Zone Sports Network. Hashtag NFL. They are calling to the sideline. Mahomes may be hurt. Oh, no. As he went on the quarterback sneak, he is down on his left hip, and he has taken his helmet off. And as The Chiefs run a quarterback sneak on fourth down in less than a yard, and Mahomes is injured at 9.43 to go in the second quarter, the Chiefs leading 10-6. to six. And people taking a knee and Chiefs players slamming their helmet on the ground. This is clearly something very bad. Was that? No, I don't remember this at the time. But Yuck, you remember that Walter Cronkite taking his uh, his glasses off and saying, yeah. "President Kennedy has died." Yes, exactly. That, it's got a similar feel, even though the magnitude is completely different. I know. Well, I'm glad you saw it that way because it uh, reminded me of watching that old black and white film where Walter Cronkite announces the tragedy that befell the nation back. What was that? Uh, Almost uh, almost 60 years ago yeah, now. So, almost 60, yep. <laughs> not quite the same. And Mahomes did get hurt uh, with the knee injury, and he was on Twitter saying uh, he put this out nine hours ago. Awesome team win. Love my brothers. Thank you for all the prayers. Everything looking good so far. Hashtag God is good. Hashtag Chiefs kingdom. And so I was watching that game. wasn't much of a competition. I didn't really expect it to be much of a competition. The Denver Broncos are awful. And so the Chiefs win 30-6. to So we'll see what happens with the kneecap injury. He's got an MRI for today. See if there's any damage. How long is he going to be out? And what can the Chiefs do? It's much like Drew Brees' situation there. We know that the Saints 
have not only been treading water, they've been floating, basically. They've been uh, doing very well with uh, Bridgewater and then uh, Taysom Hill spotting in a little bit. So the Chiefs, and it doesn't look like that division is as difficult as we thought because, you know, the Chargers were a pretty good ball club last year. Don't seem to be as good this year. So as long as they can get him in, get him back and be in the playoffs, there's still a long way to go, that I think they'll be fine. All right, so NFL. It's Sunday, obviously. you got Vikings, Lions, Raiders, Packers, uh, the Texans and the Colts. That's the early games. Saints and Bears we just spoke of. Uh, Eagles and the Cowboys, Sunday night. Ravens and Seahawks, I think it's a pretty good game, too. Now, the Sunday night game, that will be the Eagles and the Cowboys. Cowboys are desperate for a win. So pretty much so are the Eagles and the Cowboys get more publicity. That game Sunday night, 620. You can listen to that game right here on the Zone Sports Network. Hashtag NBA. We were being asked to fire him by the Chinese government, by the, the parties we dealt with, government and business. We said there's no chance that's happening. There's no chance we'll even discipline him. The losses have already been substantial. Our games are not back on the air in China as we speak. And we'll see what happens next. Commissioner Adam Silver talking about this thing now, which has been a couple of weeks. It's been engulfing the NBA and really dominating the news as far as the NBA goes. And he's acknowledging the fairly dramatic financial consequences over a tweet that from the American perspective, or at least my perspective, maybe not be from your perspective, but from my perspective, seemed rather benign. It didn't seem that of all the tweets we've seen over the years since Twitter has been out there, didn't seem that it was that outrageous, but nevertheless, they're fairly dramatic financial consequences. And Silver saying that they're not going to discipline Morey, they're not going to fire him. And he had said that, at least I thought he said that, China wanted to fire him, although I was listening to the news station driving in this morning. We're at uh, Murdoch Hyundai, 4646 South State Street in Murray. Come down. we got BYU and Utah tickets to give away. You can register. Listening to news stations this morning saying that China is refuting that claim that they wanted the man fired. So we've got that going back and forth. As a basketball fan... You know, looking forward to the start of the season on Tuesday and then obviously the Jazz on Wednesday. But that thing has dominated the news cycle so as far as the NBA perspective has go has gone. And it's been you know, somewhat of a nightmare. But I'm glad to see that this man, Daryl Morey, the GM of the Rockets, is not being faced with any discipline or obviously termination of his employment. That would seem outrageous based on the so-called, and I use this word loosely, you know, we talk about fun- punishment fitting the crime, if you consider that tweet a crime, but in the poetic license of it all, the punishment fitting the crime, certainly termination would be outrageous for something that he just said. So we'll continue that follow to follow that story for the next few days, and then when we get to basketball, thankfully we'll be able to follow basketball as the season starts Tuesday and the Jazz start Wednesday. Hashtag Major League Baseball. Here's the 0-1. And that's hit pretty well and pretty deep to left. Gardner is going back, looking up. See you later! A three-run home run for Carlos Correa. And the Astros go up 6-1. Correa with his second home run of the series. That Correa home run pretty much eliminated the Yankees. Now I know it's only 3-1. 
about when you got Verlander and Cole sitting over there, and obviously for the Yankees, they're going to have to win three straight, and they're going to have to beat not one, but two of those what I would consider aces, big-time aces, not just the best pitcher on their staffs, but legitimate aces no matter what team they were on, especially Cole now, who has been in an incredible hot streak with the way he's pitching. So the Astros take a 3-1 lead in that series with that 8-3 win over the Yankees, and it looks like they are going to have the opportunity to face the Nationals. Not over yet. They play tonight, Yankee Stadium, 5 o'clock, Fox Sports 1, see how that plays out but I'm expecting Houston to be able to take over the Yankees and put them aside and move on to the World Series and when you look at it it makes sense because starting pitching can be the huge huge difference maker and often is in pitching in general whether it's starting and or bullpen and you look at these two staffs and each of these teams have big time studs up at the front of their rotations right not a big surprise if you follow baseball at all with Scherzer and Strasburg and then Verlander and Cole for the Astros so you're looking at two teams that have four bona fide studs that they can throw out there and numbers three and possibly four for at least for the Nationals aren't that bad either. So that looks like that under the circumstances, they may not be, I think the Astros, you can argue, were the best team in the American League, over 162. The Nationals, not so much, but in terms of postseason, definitely, because pitching makes a huge difference. And the Phillies narrowing in on a managerial search. They went uh, with a youngster, who didn't have much experience first time around, or not first time around, but this last time. Now, as often is the case when you hire a first-time manager, then you're looking to hire somebody who has all sorts of experience. And if you look at the three candidates for the Phillies managerial job, they've got probably well, probably 50 years of close to experience. But you got Dusty Baker, who I thought got jobbed big time in Washington. You know, Davey Martinez, who's managing now, took over that job. Baker seemed like they fired him willy-nilly. Or Joe Girardi or Buck Showalter. Now, all of those guys have been managers for multiple teams and many, many years combined, and they've had a lot of success. So I think that uh, that's a great threesome to choose from, whoever the Phillies would want there. I would like to see Dusty Baker because I think that Girardi and Showalter will have opportunities. Baker's getting up there in age. And as I say, I thought he really got jobbed and losing his job last time around with the Washington Nationals. And I'd like to see him get back in it and have success with Philly. So that's your MLB right here on 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Hashtag RSL. All right, the playoffs, man. I'm a playoff junkie. Now, I have to admit, that's a tough time for me to be watching that game. The Real Salt Lake team facing the Portland Timbers in the first round of the MLS playoffs tomorrow night at 8 o'clock at Rio Tinto Stadium right there in Sandy. I'll see how the weather affects that. That's going to be available What that, if it's on ESPN News and it's also on ESPN+. Plus. Yeah, so you can stream it or watch it over the air. Yeah, so you could stream it or watch it. Yeah, and playoffs... I'm a playoff junkie, and I can pretty much watch playoffs no matter what. It's going to be difficult. I'll be at Rice-Eccles, and then I'll also, on my computer, be having on the BY. Well, no, actually I won't be because that uh, be uh, offsetting the, the, the 
Ute starting at four, but certainly what I'll do then is flick around. Hopefully I can get home in time. I don't know they'll be home by eight o'clock for the start of the Aggies and the Cougars or the soccer game. But there you go. Winner take all. We'll see. Now they've had success at home, obviously, over the years, and I suspect that they will continue to do that, and they can progress. And then good thing is we'll let DJ fill you all in on Monday morning. How about that? All right. That is what's trending. We are at, as I said, Murdoch Hyundai in Murray, 4646 South State Street on the west side. Website for Murdoch Hyundai is simply MurdochHyundai.com. Right now, you can come in and see the award-winning lineup of Hyundais during the Murdoch Hyundai in every driveway sales event. You also have the Sonatathon has been extended at Murdoch Hyundai in Murray. Here's the deal, guys. You can take up to $8,000 off a new 2019 Sonata Limited or... You can purchase a brand new 2019 Sonata for only $17,770. You got that? $17,770. It's a little bit of a tongue twister. Now, this morning here, I'm going to be here. And at the top of the hour, Frank Dolce is going to come in. We're obviously going to be talking all sorts of college football we got somebody in here, a Ute fan, already here to register. What, oh, right now, right on the desk, we got two tickets to each game. we got the Cougar game, and we got the Ute game. You come in and see our man, Zach. He'll get you registered. We're going to do it for the next three hours. So, at 10 o'clock, we will pronounce and announce a winner. How about that? It's pretty cool. Also, too, the Murdoch Talking Sports Breakfast Special this morning, 4646 South State Street, in Murray, conventional oil change for only $19.90, and you can get a complimentary breakfast burrito from Sweeto Burrito. We did this a few weeks back up at their Chevrolet one in Woods Cross, and we're here this morning at 4646 South State Street. And they got, uh, obviously, we're on the showroom right here. They got a deal, a uh, thing that says, deal so low, it will scare you. They got all sorts of pumpkins. There's a big pumpkin patch basically sitting right behind me. We got jazz gear. There you go. That's right. A youth fan here. We got hats. I got a jazz beanie on my head. I forget that I have them. I put them on and then I forget, but I got one. If you want to rip it off my head, you can do that. We got t-shirts. And then what do we call these things? These these things are way cool. What do we call them, Zach? These bookmark things. De- desk desk ornaments. Yeah, desk ornaments. They're really cool. I like them. They're the jazz uh, note thing that uh, you see out in front of the arena. It's pretty cool. So we got all that stuff. Come on down, man. Opportunity to win tickets to the games. I guess the game of your choice, if you should win. We got two tickets to each, to the Utes and to the Cougars game. 46-46 South State Street in Murray. Coming up next, DJ and I, we went up to practice as we all do every week. And we had the opportunity to interview Jalen Johnson. This is a remarkable young man. Just a kid who's so focused, man. You would think he's 35 instead of whatever he is, 20, 21, 19, whatever he might be. And to see how he set out his goals and how he was ready to go. So we'll get to that next. Stay with us. 97.5, 1280, The Zone.